So is it is it is it unanimous that coming to America would be the movie? No. Would you pick the Max? Of the of the of the winners, which would you pick? Get out. In a the theater down there is called Gone now. <laughs> you can't tell me that wasn't funny. <laughs> you watch your movies lie. on covered wagon. Shut up. Welcome to another episode of Buku Stories. I'm your host, Glenn, Mr. I used to be addicted to the hokey pokey until I turned myself around. And with me to join as always, I got T Green, Mr. What's a foot long and slippery? A slipper. Ah, T. What you got for people on this bonus episode? I think this is my favorite introduction. That's good. I like it. I like it. No lying. Oh, <laughs> maybe I don't like it. Also in the building, we got Max. Oh, I called you Mister. Oh Lord. Also Ooh. in the building. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Just kidding. I wish I had a dick. Sometimes I ain't gonna say a lot of you. Do you want to understand? If I had a dick, I would be sticking my dick in everybody. Right. Everybody. Sure. Like I would be worse than Future and um, Nick Cannon. I would never be bored. I just do one of these shits all day, all day, and then just like watch it flop up and down. No. Like, uh, y'all don't understand how lucky y'all are. I would be such a fuck nigga. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mark, mark that time. <laughs> what time was that? Five seconds. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll just say uh, Max Miss. Where do math teachers go on vacation? Times Square. You get it? It's like a math joke. Max, what you got for the people on this bonus episode? That's a boring one. I don't like that. Redo that. Well, I don't have no other ones. But um, too. But um, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was even country. <laughs> I. Terrence. That's my last one. But don't tell. Like, huh? You can get off the episode if that's how you feel, big dog. Because you ain't got to listen to me talk at all. I come back. Oh God, you don't. Know. <laughs> you ain't got I the motherfucking mean, episode, big dog. <laughs> like y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. Um, also in the building, we got Keen and Mister. Why was a broom late to class? It overswept. You know, cause broom sweet. Keen, what you got for the bonus episode? Nothing. It's a bonus episode. You get what you're gonna get. That's that's real. And joining us today is the curator of this bonus episode. We got Obi-Wan Canegro in the building. What you want to say to the people, Obi-Wan? <laughs> uh, good evening. Let me get, get accustomed to it. Uh, great show, by the way. I, I like listening to y'all on the way to work. Good deal. Good deal. Um, for those of you who don't know, which is probably most of y'all listening, Obi-Wan is from the greatest city in the world. And it's customary that when we have a guest coming onto the show who's from New Orleans, we have mm-hmm. to ask you a NOLA car revoke question. So okay. here is your NOLA car revoke question. True or false? Bourbon Street is named after the alcohol. False. Ding, 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 ding. 
you are correct. Now, bonus points. Can you tell me who was named after? That I don't know, which which is interesting because that has never been taught. Well, glad you asked. It's Wall E Bourbon. He was a mason masoner um, down there in the French Quarter. Uh, he used to have his own little shop down there. He also made furniture. Um, mm-hmm. And then he was such a big figure down there because he also helped black people, even though he was a white man. Uh, he was such a big figure, they decided to name it after him. He also <laughs> made puff jackets. I hate you, bitch. I hate you. That's a great learning moment, huh? <laughs> I, no, that was true. I, I was expecting something about the neutral ground and everything. Oh, I like him. Throwing shots out the gate. Oh, Keenan, you're going to just think I never let that one down. Uh, look, everyone saw the picture. Yeah, we saw. I know what picture I saw. (laughs) No, not the picture. You messed up the picture that was real. Okay, so by now, I'm sure that everyone who's listened to this has been made fully aware of what happened during the Oscars this year. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was a WWE moment between Will Smith and Chris Rock. We don't know what happened. YouTube it, open Twitter, especially Black Twitter. You could learn everything about all that happened. Mm-hmm. What I want to do right now is just kind of have an open discussion. Tell me what you thought about the moment. Was was he right to respond that way? You know, was it was he did he blow out of proportion? Was you know Chris Rock right or wrong? And I want to start with the the person who probably digs things the most. Terrence, tell me what you think about it. Uh, I thought it was wrong. It made him look worse to me. Like, um, I think he was taking out, like, it's pretty much like that was him smacking the internet if he could. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of trying to take a stance, like, hey, everybody, stop playing with my name, stop playing with my family name, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I agree. He could have he made a show of it. He could have got in the face, pointed his finger at him, like, cut them off, you know what I'm saying, all that, and he still would have got the same result. It just got disrespectful when he smacked him. I just don't agree with that or condone that. Like, it, it just made him look weird. Like, cause I always wonder, like, what if that was Dave Chappelle, Jamie Foxx, you know what I'm saying? Like, would he have smacked them? I doubt it. Or Ricky um, Jarvis. Like, I don't know. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty pretty fair assessment. All right, Obi-Wan, what do you think about it? Uh, it was interesting because at first he seemed to he'd be laughing he was laughing at it and he took a look at uh jada and she gave him this look like uh execute order 66 <laughs> he straightened up and went on to the for the attack like but correct me if i'm wrong they rehearsed some of these things so these that the jokes might have been somewhere in there might have been present somewhere so so basically, you saying black women are the cause for the black men to go against each other nowadays, right? That's what I heard. No, I said Jada <laughs> made Will do that. Not all black women. Jada made Will do that. I mean, hey, he did that. You can joke. You can um. I don't want to put be so crude, but oh, so someone can fuck his wife, but make a joke, and that's when he's gonna get upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that yeah. That's that's a very good point you made there. And so, bef- 
I want I want to so Max, I want to get your thought on this because the 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 idea behind all of this is protecting the black woman. Not generalizing that you speak for all black women, but just as a black woman seeing, you know, your partner stand up for you in a very public way, you know, risking embarrassment or whatever else. How did that moment make you feel just watching it and see how it all kind of transpired? It's a lot of ideas floating around around about this. So, you know, apparently Jada has alopecia and it can be, um, you know, a thing that she might be insecure about, even though she's proudly walking around with her head shaved, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, he makes this joke about her being bald, which could easily be a trigger for her. We don't know, we're not there. Um, and he felt the need to stand up for his wife, which he did. It's, I don't see anything wrong with him standing up for his wife. Uh, we're supposed to be you know, protecting a black woman, then by all means, do what you gotta do. I mean, that's his wife. Why would he not stand up for his wife? You know what I'm saying? Cause he kind of was over, he kind of was on a little bit too much, you know? Um, but also there's this idea that he got him for some stuff he did back in 2016 or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if we're just talking specifically about protecting his wife, then by all means do what you got to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's one of those things where if, if you look at kind of the full body at work, like you mentioned, we may never know all that went into it like things from from the past things from even like say even rehearsal like obi-wan mentioned so this may not have been something that was just spur of the moment it could have been something that had been been boiling up over years apparently and it just happened to be that moment in time where enough was enough keen what you think about it i mean i honestly didn't have a problem with it i mean it is what it is uh yeah it, it seems like other issues from before the 2016, you know, situation where she was boycotting it and, you know, he was making jokes about it then, then for him to do it now. But the crazy thing is he didn't even write the joke. So it's like, mm. it's kind of messed up that he had to, you know, get slapped over a joke he didn't even write. But at the same time, like I said, it's like, bro, like, like, I know he was laughing about it initially, but I mean, you laughing about it, thinking, okay, you know, it's cool, and you notice that your your wife is not having it. Like, if you got to change your feelings, then you change your feelings. Like, you got to defend her. So I see nothing wrong with what he did. Uh, was it the best thing to do? No, I'm not going to say that. Was it the right time? No, I'm not going to say that. But, I mean, he felt like that's what he needed to do, so that's what he did. So I have no issue with it. I don't, I, I don't care that he did it. Like, it is what it is. I know people even talked about the whole, oh, he wouldn't do that to August. I'm like, that's a whole different situation that has nothing to do with this and it's not the same thing. So it's like, you can't compare the two situations. You can't say what he would have, he didn't do it to August, but like he did it to Chris Rock. It's like, if his situation was the same, he might have did it to August. But like I said, people trying to compare things and it just don't make sense. I just, I'm tired of hearing about it at this point. Like people didn't, like talked about it all day today. I hope it ends today, but of course it won't, especially with like he apologized at this point. So it's like, it is what it is. Get over it now. That's what I'm saying. That didn't require him to get physically violent. He used words. Chris Rock used nothing but words. I can see if you, it's a the difference between defending and protecting. If you come touch my um, girl, 
you get knocked out. Boom. That I'm protecting her. To I'm defending her from words. I'm gonna go up there and tell you, give you a piece of my mind. I'm you not really think Chris, you really think Chris was gonna stop if, if Will gave him words? Like he would have like Chris would have tried to flip it and just did something else, saying something about it. You notice, like once he slapped him, Chris was like, All right, like I'm he's serious, so I'm not gonna like he he realized, okay, I went too far, I'm not gonna do it. Like if you'd have went up there and said, Don't say it again, you really think Chris would have been like, Oh, okay, well, since you said don't say it again, I'm not gonna say it again. Nah, he would have tried to flip it and probably clowned him some more. Like, now, nah, what, but like, what basis are you using to, to get that? Because it's like he hit him and he didn't even hit him back. So because it's he, not got, like he was shocked. Yeah. No, cool. So, so why, why wouldn't he be shocked enough using his words? Like he done cut the, cut the whole program or got up there. Because he would have thought he was joking. Because because you could tell Chris was like, oh, he might be about to play with me. He about to joke. He about, he might do something. You could tell Chris wasn't prepared for it. Because Chris wouldn't, I don't think he would have sat there and like, took a slap if he knew that's what was going to happen. I feel like he thought he was about to be joking to him about something. And you can't really relate how serious you are about something in that circumstance other than it, what it looked like was violence. What it looked like was violence. That's absolutely <laughs> what it was. There's no excuse for it. I'm sorry. There's no excuse for you to put your hands on another man for, and then a comedian at that for making a joke. No, hold on. It, it right, could have right. been, been in poor so, taste. So you, okay, so you okay with a comedian making fun of your wife's conditions? Parents don't like black because women. Because she's a comedian. Okay. We already know just that. Just because Parents he's a comedian, don't like black women. You, you cool with him just making all kinds of jokes about your woman's uh, condition? You just, you Here's gonna the be thing. Cool with that? If I'm in that environment, if I'm of the so socialites, and if I'm laughing at him making fun of other people, but it's not me, then yeah, it's it's words, it's words. Wait, he's making parents like, don't like black women. But what, 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 you're saying, you you, if Where he was just making fun of her as a person without regard, without talking about her medical condition, that's okay. Like yeah, I tell, that's why like I, mean. I have to tell my students: if y'all gonna talk about each other, talk about each other in the room. Don't bring nobody's family into it. Don't bring anybody's condition in. You talk about how they look, what they're doing, uh, what as they are, but nothing that you know cuts too deep their limits. But now we're assuming that he knew. We're assuming that Chris Rock knew that she had. Everybody knew. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't. And know. I'm sure. Yes, but you know. also don't like black women. So you'll be paying attention to nothing. So I, no, I got you. But it's, <laughs> it's like I didn't well, know. Glenn didn't know. Like it's it's not like a oh everybody should know. No, ain't no everybody should know. He could have pulled me to the side afterwards. Hey, you made that comment about my girl. She's going through whatever. I ain't like that. You you know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever you wanted to say. You don't handle that. By first thing you do is come up to me and give me violence. You know what I'm we, saying? You punch me, I kill you. <laughs> we roll, hey, but but no, but and so I, I want let me throw let me throw my perspective on it. So two things. No. Okay. <laughs> two things. <laughs> so, so, so two things. So, y'all know, um, in the aftermath of it, I did see that Denzel Washington, being the elder statesman, he uh, had this quote. Y'all know, let me a good quote, and so mm -hmm. I, I did write it down. The devil comes for you at your highest moment. So, just you know, just know that a motivational minute's coming in the future about that. So, back to the matter at hand. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. The reality is. People run their mouth. You have freedom of speech, but that does not absolve you of the consequences of that freedom of speech. Now, like we said, Chris Rock was reading the jokes that someone wrote. It may or may not have been him. Unfortunately, he delivered a joke that may have landed for some, 
that did not land for Jada Pinkett Smith. And in that moment, it was a, okay, enough is enough. You you took a a defensive swing at this lady based on based on disease. I'm not cool with that. And so Will Smith got up and checked him about it. Now, Terrence, to your point, he could have done that a number of ways. And I may or may not condone how he reacted to that. But the fact of the matter is, when you run your mouth, there's a chance that you get dealt with. Is it right or is it wrong? That's irrelevant. No, it, no it's irrelevant. <laughs> it's the fact that if you make a conscious decision to to say something about someone, whether you think it's harmless or not, you have to be prepared for the consequences of that action, of those statements. Because they said it could have been, Will Smith could have got up there and like challenged him to, to a dance battle or wh- whatever it was. But once you utter those words and then you get what's coming to you, whatever that looks like, whatever form that comes in, done deal. This feels like a bonus episode. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in other, we'll call it, Black cinema-related news. Um, for the folks who are indigenous to New Orleans East, I don't know if you heard the news that Anthony Mackie is opening up a, a film or a sound studio where the Walmart used to be. The, or I should say the Hood Mart, you know, because that's what it was called when we was there. Have you heard about that? How you feel about that? Well, better question. Do you think that this investment in New Orleans East, specifically for, for the arts, do you think it would be a good thing for the city given all the rash of crime, especially in New Orleans East? So I want, I want to talk to y'all first. I know Max and I aren't from New Orleans East, but I want to talk to to the residents, the former residents. What do you think about um, Anthony Mackey's investment into New Orleans East? And Keenan, I'll start with you. I think it's great, of course. Um, anything that they can bring to the East, because I still defend the East. I mean, I still live in the East, and so I will continue to defend the East. Yes, there's a lot of crime to have out here. It, I mean, it is what it is, but with him investing, hopefully that continues to bring more people to the East in the sense of businesses, which means they're gonna start running out people from the East, which I won't have a problem with. I just wanna make sure I get my house out here in the East. So when the property values go up and all this other stuff, I will have a house out here and my house will be valued higher than what they're probably valued now. So um, no, I don't have a problem with it. I wish you would have took the, the area where the plaza used to be and get that from that con artist that ruined my banking job, Ashton Ryan, because he got on that whole area. You should have took that from him. But I mean, it is what it is. Uh, like I said, I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to hear it. I always cheer when positive things happen for the East. Because like I said, people be trying to play the East. And I ain't fucking. All right, T, what you think? Um, I mean, of course it's positive. You won't hear a controversial <laughs> remark from me about that. <laughs> oh, look at that. Nah, it's just. Oh, here we go. No, no, we ain't going nowhere. It's uh, it's it's real. You know, it's very positive. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's positive, and people rag on the east, but it's like it's all New Orleans. Like east, just as dangerous as uptown, Bourbon Street. You know what I'm saying? You hear about just as many like shootings. Like, like to be honest, you know, people just have that. You know what I'm saying? Our people have that. Everybody has that. Like, oh, well, it ain't as bad as this, and it's like Texas is, Atlanta is. California is like all these places are it's the same Detroit is it's crime written to a certain extent you know that's just what it is so but um anything brought to the east I think is positive you know anything except for maybe like liquor store 
Yes. Okay. Obi Wan. So, as the elder statesman on this particular um, episode, so seeing something like this be brought to New Orleans East, given, like I said, given the climate that we've seen in New Orleans, again, we see it from afar, but we still are pretty much plugged into what's going on. It's just a family who's there. Um, so, do you see this as being something good? Or better question: What good could come of this investment into New Orleans East, specifically from a film industry point of view? Um, what we need everywhere jobs that is definitely a positive because you, you you're going to be hiring uh craftsmen set designers uh clothing designers for movies you have a chance for some people to you know hey i make these clothes i can get them featured in a movie or um caterers the food trucks because cast members got to eat yeah it's gonna it's going to definitely create jobs and and that's the number one thing it, and like Keenan said hey maybe it will cause you know property values to go up uh, it'll cause more security let's say more of a police presence because they want to they want to protect that investment and make sure they don't decide to pull out so they will be moving some people out I mean unfortunately that that has to happen for progress, if, if you want to keep some good things, you got to move some people out. I mean, it may not be right in a sense, relocating people, but if you're not doing what you're supposed to and you stand in the way of progress, you might have to go. Yeah, that's, that's pretty real. And actually, I know that, uh, ironically enough, so Max had the opportunity when she was in New Orleans to work um, with, with students. And so, Max, I want to ask you kind of a question more on the the impacts, let's say, on on children or, or young people in this particular example. So recognizing that they now have someone who they've seen on TV, a superhero, you know, in his own right, you know, coming back home to put something in place to maybe inspire change or to spark some some new found love of, you know, film within a city that is in desperate need of some motivation outside of, you know, putting a ball in a hoop or throwing a ball down a field. So Max, from your perspective, thinking about your experience working with children and students in New Orleans, um, how do you see this being kind of beneficial for the city overall? I don't even know who Anthony Mackie is, but I assume that it's all going to be good. Sorry, I don't really have an opinion on this. Oh, I was trying to get my lunch together. Gosh. We, we're not going to talk about the lunch. You don't know who Anthony Mackie is? No. Okay. Well, have you? Well, we know Jada Pinkett got alopecia. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, that's just not. And no, no dig at Max at all. No actor names, whore. I don't no, know actor no. names. I Damn just it. said no, no dig. To, no dig to you at all. The point is, everybody on him might be like, "What? You don't know who that is?" And it's like, "What? She had alopecia." It's the same exact thing. Like we all don't know everything. Max, have you, yeah, Max, have, have you seen Eight Mile? Okay. He role in Eight Mile. Okay. Uh, have, have you seen any of the Marvel movies? Any of the recent ones? I don't know. I don't know what DC, what Marvel is. I just go to the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, we gonna, all right. We gonna, we gonna, actually, you know what? Speaking Every, of movies. <laughs> speaking of movies. <laughs> The, the purpose of our Boss episode is to actually, we, were, we want to talk about Black cinema. 
And specifically, what we want to do today is kind of do a, um, a March Madness style bracket for some of the most popular black cinema that we have available to us. We will go through the categories. Now, we're going to at least do one round of these, kind of doing pitting two movies against each other. We like black people. We should all come together. But we can have different opinions when it comes to black cinema. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do um, a few rounds of just kind of movies pitting against each other. And we will decide as a, as a team which movie was the better movie of the two options presented. So for starters, we're going to take it to movies you probably would enjoy with your family over a holiday. So in the first round, we have Soul Food versus This Christmas. And Obi-Wan, I'm coming to you. Which one of these gets your vote for the better movie between Soul Food and This Christmas? Strictly for Regina King sing in the bathroom, This Christmas is the winner for me. Ooh, boy. Yeah. I, uh... I mean, yeah. I'm looking at, because in Soul Food, you know, we got the family fucked by my husband. So, and then Regina King beating the hell out of her husband with baby oil on the floor in the bathroom and whatnot. I mean, not to just, you know, stick on those two scenes. <laughs> this Christmas, I still like this Christmas a little bit better. Okay. Kenny, what you think? Soul food or this Christmas? Which one are you picking? Uh, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with it. It's this Christmas. I would pick this Christmas over soul food. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just think this Christmas was a better movie. Ooh. Okay. Max, what you picking? Soul food or this Christmas? Um, I feel like this Christmas is like a lot of other Black Christmas movies. I, I mean, I did like it more than this than Soul Food, so I guess I'll go with that. Damn, it's almost unanimous. All right, here here, here comes the the um the the Terrence <laughs> vote. <laughs> All right, Terrence, what you picking? Soul food or this Christmas? Uh, this Christmas. <gasps> Whoa. Okay, now cut that out. And I'm about to say soul food. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> All right, the, the right answer is this Christmas. Okay, I think there's a but. <laughs> but I'm going to tell y'all why soul food is better. I mean, it's more impactful. I mean, it's more in just in society purposes it's just more known you know what i'm saying like there's a whole lot more quotables there's uh more impactful moments um yeah a better so soundtrack I'm, way better soundtrack isn't that mama mm -hmm. that's where they came from oh yeah. it's soul food then <laughs> what this christmas got that was not christmas... hathaway song <laughs> you can't <Right>. help that <laughs> And actually, you know, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think between the two of them, unfortunately, Soul Food felt like the more believable movie. Now, what, is this, what right. does it say about Black families and, and our plight and our struggles with a lot of things? But Soul Food, to me, read as more of the authentic Black experience from my perspective. So I'm going to go ahead and vote Soul Food. But unfortunately, Terrence, we've been outvoted. So this Christmas is the winner of that round. That threw the whole voting system. It did. Let's jump to the next one. Waiting to Exhale versus How Stella Got Her Groove Back. And T, I'm going to start with you. Um, the correct answer is Waiting to Exhale. Once again, way more impactful moments. Jump-started so many people's um, uh, acting career as far as like really giving them like um, Academy Awards and everything. It's 
I mean, Stella got a groove back. Angela Bassett was already uh that's her, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> uh Stella got a groove back. She was already solidified as an actress, you know, uh waiting to excel. It's like oh, okay. Let's get all these uh women together and just a strong black cast of women. A beautiful black woman. We know you love black women. Mm-hmm. Speaking of black women, hey Max, which would you pick? Waiting to exhale or how Stella got her roof back? Okay, so Waiting to Exhale had a lot of shit going on. Stella got her groove back, had like that one main plot line. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> no pressure. Waiting to Exhale had Mary J. Blige, Not Gonna Cry, and that's a fire-ass song. Mm, solid. Stella got her groove back, had Tay Diggs, but he, he a little funny acting. So I'm going to go with um, Waiting to Exhale. <laughs> okay, okay. Kenny, what you think? Waiting to Exhale or how Stella got her groove back? I'm just going to say Waiting to Exhale because that's the one of the two I actually saw. Fair. And I don't feel like I missed out on how Stella got her groove back. So. Also fair. Obi-Wan, what you picking? Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. But that's where Tay Diggs, we were first introduced to Tay Diggs with how Stella got her groove back. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I can see what how we say that, you know, Waiting to Excel had dealt with a lot more things than how Stella got her groove back. I'm going to go with Waiting to Excel. I'll go with it. It was bad. Had more issues. Had, had more, not issues, but had more things that covered a lot of topics that were relevant to people. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty sound logic. And actually, I'm going to lean on Keenan's logic. I never actually saw how Stella got her groove back. I saw bits and pieces of it, but I did see Waiting to Exhale in its entirety. Like Max mentioned, uh, probably a better soundtrack. So I think Waiting to Exhale is the unanimous winner for that one. We're going to pit The Wood against Love Jones. Oop, she didn't, she can't, she didn't see Moonwalk back into them. All right, Max, I'm going to let you go first. The Wood or Love Jones? Which one are you picking? Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So Love Jones is my favorite, favorite movie. Oh, okay. That is like... Yeah, I love me some Love Jones. That was like a really toxic love, but they they eventually made it through. And then you had poetry. And then you had like fucking Nia Long and Lorenz Tate. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but then you had Omar Epps in the wood and Tay Diggs and that other tall ass nigga. I can't remember his name for shit. But then you had Sanaa Lathan and Omar Epps pre-loving basketball. Oh, but in, <laughs> in the wood, you had Omar Epps being from North Carolina and as a resident North Carolinian. Uh-huh. Uh. Don't do it. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like Love Jones is representative of what a lot of people go through today. Okay. I also feel like The Wood is representative of what 
went on in California back in 1987. <clears throat> I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, Love, Joe. Uh, pause for a sec. Um, how many of you were around before 1987? Only you. Okay. Uh, I was wondering. <laughs> I'm just saying. I understand. I'm um, I'm only I'm the youngest one up here, so. Mm. <laughs> you mad, Terrence? No, nah, I'm just saying when you say young, it's like it's you're that much younger than us. It's like a few two years. You need to stop lying. I ain't no damn thirty three. Oh, you counted fast a little bit. <laughs> you try me. I'm oh. with Love Jones, Final Alaska. Oh, North Carolina. Okay, Love Jones. All right, Obi-Wan, The Wood or Love Jones? All right, this uh, little something I've been working on is new. I call it a blues for Nina. <laughs> Say, baby, can I be your slave? I got to admit, girl, you're the shit girl, and I'm digging you like a grave. Definitely the Love Jones. But I say you gotta stop that before we get caught up for copyright infringement. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah, I own the rights to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keenan, what you picking? I think I think you actually picked one of these before, but what are you picking between these two? Picking that wood. <laughs> Go for it. Say it. <laughs> no, you can't it's say the, it. It's at the tip of your tongue. But then top. Yeah, I can't say it. I'm sorry. I, I pass. <laughs> um, no, it's it's. I I would pick the wood. I, I I mean, out of the movies that we have selected, and we know we don't have all of them selected. I mean, I kind of figure the wood is like the best one. So, I think Love Jones could have went against like Brown Sugar, or Thin Line, or something. Ooh, like the point. wood could have been that other movie, like Best Man or something. They got that up there. Nope. Okay, well, that could have been like a, you know what I'm saying? I just, like, I can relate more to the, okay, I can relate <laughs> more to that that movie. <laughs> nah, but, but yeah, yeah, that's what I picked, though. Okay, and actually, I'm the tiebreaker, unfortunately, but I have to kind of agree with, with Terrence on this. So The Wood was a coming-of-age of story for, for young Black men. And although I love poetry, I love Neil Long, I related more to The Wood in the sense that I could see myself in that movie. Now, no, I never ran to Stacy at the, at the convenience store. You know, it wasn't nothing like that. I didn't get beat up. But I just, I just felt as though that was a more believable story for, you know, a young man, you know, transitioning. They say even re relocating to some, some degree. So based on that, I would choose the wood, and that is the winner for that round. The wood was my birds and the bees talk from my father. Oh, little, little, little bonus, little bonus cut on that one. So put the wood in the box. All right. Obi-Wan, what you picking? Minister Society or Boys in the Hood? Minister Society. Really? I like old dog better than I like Doughboy. Really? Surprising. Keenan, what you picking? Yeah, excuse me. Mr. Society. 
Really? All right, Max, what you pick? Boys in the hood. There we go. All right, T Green, have you seen these, Terrence? Which one uh, was the liquor store? Menace. Menace. All right, Menace. <laughs> Damn. This is what it is. That's classic. <laughs> How you going, Ricky? Y'all ain't y'all ain't rocking with that. No, not Cuba. I mean, who Cuba has grown up to be? It's like he takes away from the character in that movie for me. Damn, I was gonna pick Boys in the Hood, and I said pick Boys in the Hood, but unfortunately, we've been outvoted. So, Menace Society is the winner. That is, that's interesting. Y'all, y'all, yeah, they. That's really surprising. Lightening the mood a little bit, but kind of talking about drugs a little bit as well. Which one are you picking, T? Harlem Nights or New Jack City? Was Chris Rock in Harlem Nights? Therefore, I have to pick New Jack City for my main man, Chris Rock. He gonna win somehow, and he gonna win today. New Jack City. Everybody join me. Everybody join me. <laughs> he need a win. What you saying? That's real. All right, Kenny, what you picking? Harlem Nights or New Jack City? New Jack City. Solid. Simple. <laughs> Obi Wan, what you picking? Harlem Nights or New Jack City? I'm kind of surprised I, I put these two together because you're looking at a, a comedy as opposed to a drama. Um, I'm going to say Harlem Nights because it, it always made me laugh. It, it's a classic. I'm sorry. From the sunshine and shooting in my pinky toe and uh, just the black cast that they had. Um, the classics, you know, new school and old school. I got to go with Harlem Nights. Okay. Max, have you seen either one of these two? Let me ask that question. Yeah, I saw New Jack City. Okay. You ever seen Harlem Nights? No. Oh, you need okay. To put that on your list. Add it to your list. So by virtue of that, you probably vote New Jack City. You'd be correct. All right. And I'm actually also going to vote New Jack City. Now, I do love Harlem Nights. It's a classic movie, but I'm a Nino Brown fan. I like to sit your father as I'm finding change. I like the rockabye baby. I'm cool with all that. So I'm a and Pookie. See, look, Pookie needs a win. Like Terrence said, Pookie needs a win this week. So let's 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 get up Chris Rock. We're gonna go with New Jack City. I want to see what you all think about these two classics. And Keenan, I'm coming to you first on this one. Coming to America or Life? Oh man, that's a pretty tough one. Oh, jeez. No pressure. I couldn't even. Oh. <laughs> Bruh. Why you put these two together? Like, you couldn't put these against other movies? Mm-mm. There could be only one. That's a Highlander reference. If, you ain't catch that. if I would probably think about which one I would probably laugh at more, it'll probably be Life. So I'm going to just pick Life. I'm going to go against the grave and pick life. I know everybody will probably go pick Coming to America. I'm going to pick life. Matt, you'd be surprised. Obi-Wan, what you picking? Coming to America or life? I fell asleep on life. What? Whoa. I, I can't remember 
I, there may be two scenes I can remember from life. Tell them about the gun line, boss, and you want your cornbread. Go eat your cornbread. But coming to America, no. Nah. I do no. Nah. Coming to America is I think is better. Okay. Max, what you picking? Coming to America or life? Coming to America. <laughs> T, what you picking? Uh it's coming to America. There's no movie quite like it like everything else is like they share similarities you know what i'm saying but coming to america is completely unique i feel is it is it really that unique is it really that let's, great? let's go for it i mean we have a <laughs> i mean new jack city uh harlem nights it's a cast of very popular you know what i'm saying it's all kind of like all these movies kind of have an all-star cast mm-hmm. In the right <laughs> coming to America, it's not the same kind of like plight or the relatable black family, and you know what I'm saying? It's nothing to do with like all the rest of these movies. It's um, how many times have you seen black people pre- pre- uh, shown as portrayed as royalty, as kings and queens, exactly uh, hustlers and drug dealers, or uh, crooked cops, uh, you know coming to America, he was a prince. Black king, black queen, uh, on their own money. That was, a, that was a switch. That was a change. That was different. Yeah, that's how you put it that way. Um, and we know <laughs> representation matters. So seeing that, although it's a, it's a comedy, it's still something you can aspire to. Now, granted, Samuel was in there trying to rob McDowell's and, you know, okay, relatable moment. Mm-hmm. You know, black man on a hustle trying to get a quick come up. But I do think that, um, yeah, I, it's tough because I enjoy both movies. I'll have to go with Coming to America. Looking at, let's, let's go to our, our horror movie section because these are actually um, two of our newest black horror films. I want to see, I'm going to ask Max first because I know what she's going to say, but which would you pick between Get Out and Us? Get Out. Really? Yeah, I didn't see us. I knew the premise of us, but I didn't see it. You might have added to your list too. Nah, I'm good on that one. You can watch it in daylight hours. It's okay. Dog. No. Nah. Not at all. Nah. Not gonna be able to do it. Hell no, I ain't gonna be able to sleep that night. I got you. All right, Keenan, what you big get out of us? Yeah, I'm the same way. I ain't see us. I saw get out, so I'm gonna have to pick get out. What is wrong with y'all? Oh, I'm not a horror phone horror film type person and it just I just so happened to watch Get Out because it was on TV one day and I just actually sat down and watched it. So Obi-Wan, help help me out. Have have you at least seen us? See both of them. Okay, good. Which which one would you pick? Um I picked Get Out. Um Us was a bit much. It it had a lot going on. Um not to say that Get Out was simpler. But it just flowed. It was an easier flow for me. So get out. Okay. T Green, get out of us. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with what he's just said. Um, it's get out is way more digestible. You know, it's like it don't have that. Like the hitting meanings are still like on surface level enough for you to be like, oh, okay, that's cool. Even though I didn't get it the first time, that's cool. 
you would need the producer or director to explain all the meanings of um, us. And you know, actually, that's that's one of the things I actually liked about the movie Us was its complexity. So I've seen it several times, and just because I'm someone who likes to search for the meaning to really get down to why why they did certain things, why certain things were reused or referenced. And I I like both movies. I've watched both of them multiple times. I would actually I'll probably go with Us, which 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 sounds strange. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think I liked it better. They both were good movies to me, but I liked Us better. I like Us better too. Oh, <laughs> let's take a trip to college days, and I'm gonna start with the person who probably was either closer to college or maybe in college when these came out. So Obi Wan, which one are you gonna pick, man? Higher learning or school days? I am going to. Both, both of them had some pretty deep messages, but I'm going to go with school days. I'm going to go with school days. And, and part of it is probably for the wrong reason is the the uh, the dancing between the jigaboos and the wannabes. And then the, the part where um, the step show. Oh, I'm going to kick your damn ass, that part too. But, but there is the message there. Okay. School days. School days. All right, Keenan. Have you seen these two? <laughs> okay. It's on one. Okay. Well, which one did you see? School days. So you go with school, you go with school days. School days. <laughs> okay. All right, T Green. Have you seen both of these? Did y'all watch School Days together? No, I watched School Days a long. I'm not gonna say a long time ago, but it was just a random day at home. Oh, okay. You know, time. You know, because I was told. I, I was told to watch it. Uh, I actually picked Higher Learning. I saw School Days, but it, I think I didn't see it in its height or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I saw Higher Learning, I just thought it was just dope how everything kind of like came back together and came around at the end. It was just fire to me. Okay. And, and I, like I said, I don't really remember School Days like that. So by default, it's Higher Learning. Max? Uh, school Days. Any particular reason why? I haven't seen Higher Learning. Okay, let's add it to your list. And I, I've seen both, seen both more than once. I think the seriousness of Higher Learning um, at some points was a bit overwhelming. School Days had its serious moments as well, but I think School Days was a more a fun kind of movie. It, it had its messages, but it was delivered to you maybe with less of a serious tone, more of just kind of a happenstance. So for this particular bracket, I'm going to go with school days. So we gave Pookie a win a little earlier. So let's see how you feel about this one. What you picking, T? Creed or Ali? <sighs> I mean, just for the culture, I got to pick Creed. I just didn't appreciate what Will Smith did. <laughs> I mean, my honest answer is Ali, because it's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's true. It's based on real life, you know what I'm saying? With one of the most phenomenal boxers, like, period, you know? Okay. So, I got to pick Creed for the culture, though. 
Creed for the culture. Chris Rock stand up. <laughs> All right. Obi-Wan, what you picking? Creed or Ali? I'm choosing between a fictional boxer and a real life boxer. I'm gonna have to go with Ali. Rumble I mean, young I like, man. I, Rumble. I like Creed, but Ali. Ali. Okay. Let me ask you this though. Uh real life and fictional boxer. Who do you think would um win between Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith in their boxing shape? Who do you think will win? I mean, you yeah, you just watch Will Smith slap the shit out of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say Will Smith. Then you're going to walk off. <laughs> I'd probably say, but to your question, I'd probably say Will Smith as well because if you think about, well, hold, wait, wait, oh, hold on. Because he's taller and he got the reach. Right. So, so in, in their fictional versus real life boxing shape, for, for one thing, probably two different weight classes, and then two, height and reach. You, you got to give it to Will Smith. Height and reach. You saw how brolic uh, Michael B. Jordan was in that movie. That don't mean nothing if I got the reach and I'm taller than you. Michael if B. I don't Jordan let you never sat at no red table. Oh, <laughs> that's real. That's... All right, Max, what you picking, Creed or Ali? Because I support Will Smith, I'm gonna go with Ali for the culture. Depending on what culture you like. And I support hey. black women. So <laughs> what they gotta do with Ali. Will Smith is protecting his black queen. Will Smith was an Ali. Therefore I support Will Smith, who supports and protects the black queen. Thank you. What well, I'm gonna just tell you that you're wrong in this, okay? And I'm gonna explain to you why. Let's know. I will say. All well, right, this has been another episode on. of Buku Stories. <laughs> I have been your host, Lynn. Um, you can catch us next week uh, on next Thursday. You know, when our bonus episode drops. You know what I'm saying? And Buku Stories for life. All right, see y'all. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Just cut it like that. <laughs> All right, look. Yep. But, uh, if we basing it off of Ali and Creed, Ali had multiple women, right? Did he not cheat on his um beautiful black woman? Right. Right. So my you cheat on your woman. What does that mean? Please exactly. Let me get it out. Shut up. Let me, you let cheated me on your woman. Out. Ali cheated. Malcolm X cheated. Martha King cheated. What next? So what? Creed stayed by his disabled <laughs> wife. <laughs> Am I lying? You're not lying. Am I lying? You not? Therefore, if we just basing this off of movies, y'all, we gotta stand. We have to do better and protect our black women. We gotta protect our black movie women. Therefore, Creed wins every round. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. All right, Max. Which were you picking? Black, black Panther. Panther. Uh, or Blade? Black Panther. Have you seen Blade? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't born. Yes, I was. What are you talking about? He was in jail. 
when he was uh <laughs> he probably was <laughs> yeah because i tried to kill your black ass no not, not, you. not you apologize <laughs> oh. oh i thought you were talking about me see Don't see what me. happens you know what will, will didn't apologize initially you rocking with will i get it that's terrible mm. obi-wan black panther or blade <clears throat> Decisions, oh, decisions. Just, you, just, you just made it harder. I, uh, I mean, to say with the original, I would have picked Black Panther over Spawn probably just because of the level of uh, special effects and animation used at that time. <laughs> yeah. And if they update it, it might be difficult, but Black Panther and Blade, oh, geez. I'm going to have to give it to Blade. Because without wow. Blade, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have the modern MCU as it is. And, and like I asked, would ask any of the uh, young ladies that y'all would bring around the house just to see if they were worth getting to know. Burn or sparkle? They had to answer burn. Vampires, <laughs> vampires don't. Do. That's right. Vampires don't sparkle in the sun, ladies and gentlemen. They burn up. I don't care what Twilight said. Dumbass movie. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, T, what you picking, Black Panther or Blade? Wakanda forever. Simple as that. Kenny, what you picking, Black Panther or Blade? I'm picking Black Panther. Yeah, I I know, and 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 granted, we have to give Blade a chance. They're doing a remake. It's coming back out with Mahershala, so it's it's probably going to be, you know, more of a competitive fight within the, like this new kind of wave of doing Marvel movies, but. Like we said, for the culture earlier, Wakanda forever. Blade, I ain't gonna lie. It, and it's really like, honestly, I really feel like it's a tie. But because of what Black Panther did, like for the culture, and because of Tadwick Bozeman, seemingly as a man, from the outside looking in, he just seemed to embody, you know what I'm saying, that role, uh, a fictional role. That's like powerful, you know what I'm saying? But Blade, like you said, without Blade, it's like a, what that was a Marvel movie? It's like, yeah, people didn't even know. They just thought it was a fire vampire movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it really is a tie. All right. And the last one we have is the help versus the butler. Two very, very, very sad period piece movies, but eh, you know, to each his own. Have y'all have y'all seen either one or both of these? No, because yeah. I don't want to watch no movie to see no black people be butlers or their help. So neither message. One. Why well, I could have put a couple of uh slave movies on there, but I don't know. I don't know. Slave I don't watch any movies with black people or slaves. <laughs> I like Django. Other than Django. I'm about to say other than Django. Like Django. And that's because he whooped ass in that. So <laughs> right. He he was he was um empowered in that, right? We don't want to see any slave movies, right? By that stance, we don't want to see any black on black crime, right? We right. don't want to see Will Smith, <laughs> Mac, <laughs> Chris Rock. I rest my case. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. The <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead, Max. Go ahead, run it. <laughs> Thank Go you, everybody, on. for tuning in. The Buku Stories. Um, please catch us every Thursday. Uh, everywhere podcasts are found. Um, and you catch our bonus episodes once a month on Thursdays as well. Um, and here is an ad for 
daycares that have tax uh, <laughs> that do taxes. Do you want to drop off your kid and get your taxes done? Well, welcome to New News Daycare and Tax Returns. That was pretty good. Though. That was pretty good. Y'all, I, I, wow. we not finished though, huh? That is yes, it. we is. I edited the episode already. You talking crazy? I, so I said sure that shit down. Gonna, okay. Let's let's um. Let me say this. I thought we was going to finish off the brackets like this Christmas versus this, this versus that. You know what man, I'm saying? Man, all that time. I'm, no, so I'm if we, happy if about we go, go for it like this. Out of all these movies, what would be the number one movie? Mm. Just the ones on the screen. <sighs> we'll be. I can tell you exactly That's what it is. I said, but. So of all, of all the winners, which one would be, which one would you pick as being the best one? Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's coming to America. Here, I'd pick Black Panther. <laughs> then I'm a comic book geek. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I can't. I can't say that I would necessarily put Coming to America as the winner of the winners. What tops it then? I could. I could have an argument for. Well, y'all know that already, but for sure, Coming to America tops everything. I mean, it's the most unique. Everything has a all star cast. Coming to America created All Star Cast. Like if if I think about it, what movie could I watch over and over and over again of these on this list? It would probably end up being The Wood. I mean, of course, we kind of knew you because of the jeans and my my old navy jeans. I mean, so is 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 it unanimous that Coming to America would be the movie? Yes. No. Would you pick the max of the of the of the winners? Which would you pick? Get out. Probably the wood. Get out. In the theaters down there, it's called Gone now. <laughs> you can't tell me that wasn't funny. <laughs> you watch your movies lie. on covered wagons. Shut up. That was uh, good. That was good. What I said was like really clever. Oh, we can say we can end the episode. Happy birthday, Jeff. Yeah, shout what out to that boy Jeff. Happy birthday. I text happy birthday. One time for the birthday, bitch. One time for the birthday, bitch. One time for the birthday, bitch. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of Buku Stories. Join us every Thursday for new episodes and be on the lookout for bonus content on the last Thursday of each month. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Buku Stories. Google Stories is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 